0: Welcome back to Wake Up Springfield. We're having some fun in the studio. I uh, People, if you could only come and just sit here and listen to the fun dialogue, you would love it. So, But anyway, we have joining us on the line, he's been with us before. He's running for um, school board here in Springfield. We have Landon McCarter. How are you, my friend?
1: Alex, thank you so, so much for having me again, man. It's an honor to be here, and thank you so much.
0: Absolutely. So how's the campaign going, man? You were in the thick of it.
1: Dude, we are about five weeks away. Um, you may have seen some signs go up in Springfield. We've been working really hard to, you know, get the signs up. I've got a, a, a um, event that I'm throwing on March 1st, a uh, shameless plug. If anybody wants to come, you know, support and see what movement is sort of going on in the community March 1st, uh, go to my website and register for that. That's coming up. Um, but, yeah, vote is April 2nd, and things are hot and heavy.
0: Landon, there's no such thing as a shameless plug when you're running for office, my friend, you need to plug it as much and often as you can. That is the way that we roll when you're running. And so you're doing a great job on that. So
1: you ain't wrong, you ain't wrong.
0: let's talk about why, I mean, so it's hard work. I've run for office and uh, you're, you've done it before. It's hard work, isn't it, my friend? I mean, you're, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, luckily this why is really easy for me. Uh, this is a legacy thing for me, um, you know, that, that question, is going to, you know, I'm going to have to answer that with a, with a personal response. You know, that does this isn't going to be an issues based answer right now. Um, you know, this is a legacy thing. I mean, Alex, my dad was a teacher for 30 years. He taught algebra. Um, my mom was a teacher for 14 years. I went to kick Pooh, and not only did I go to kick and say, so did my sister and brother. The McCarter name is all over the walls. We uh, won state championships. My sister won two state championships. I won a state championship my high school basketball team at Kickapoo just got inducted into the Missouri Sports Hall of Fame two weeks ago. Congratulations! Yeah, thank you, thank you. I have three kids in the district. Um, I've got next year. I'm going to have a high schooler and a middle schooler and an elementary uh, student. So that's going to be super fun getting those kids on the bus in a three hour window in the morning, right? And so, you know, unfortunately, when I sit down uh, to dinner with my friends that I graduated with the other day, I had dinner with somebody. And now he's a dentist in town and he went to Glendale and he was telling me that he's got a friend group that he still hangs out with that graduated from Glendale of 12 families. Wow. And would you believe that all 12 of those families have pulled all of their kids out of Springfield public schools?
0: That's terrible.
1: It breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. I took a phone call. Um, I got a really generous campaign donation this week from a gentleman um, in Springfield and I ended up calling him to say thank you. And he told me his story, which was, you know, Landon, I had your dad as an algebra teacher. I had your mom as a swimming lesson teacher. Like you, I graduated from Kickpoo. I currently have uh, some kids in Kickpoo right now, and I just it isn't the Kickapoo, you know, that we graduated from. And though things are, you know, you know, okay at uh, Kickpoo, I'm not trying to be critical of Kickapoo um, as much as I'm just trying to say, you know, us as adults, we have to do everything we can yeah. to to um, preserve the heart of our experience of spring public schools. And I think the culture is changing from a behavior um, standpoint, from a expectation consequence level. Things are changing a little bit. And, and I'm, you know, my kids, I'm dedicated to to seeing this through with my kids. And I want to do everything I can to, to help spring public schools. And I just happen to be in a period of, of my life where I can serve spring public schools and serve the administrators and teachers and students by running for the board. So that's that's my,
0: that's good. I, I know you said this and I want people to understand this. When when you talk about some of the issues and the problems, we're not trying to be critical. Because if you're critical, what you're going to do is just bad mouth it and, and not do anything about it. But you're saying, listen, I want to be a part of the solution. Um, we you, want, you, know, you want to be a part of helping it.
1: We care, you know, and, and, and it's, it's, you know, Alex, just to sort of explain... You know, it's hard for me to put this into words in such a short little interview on the radio, but there's almost a near movement coming around the teachers and students of Spring Public Schools. I have hundreds of volunteers knocking doors and putting out signs. And, um, you know, I have a, a filled-up event. I rented out a venue, and that was filled up with very little marketing. Um, this is a movement. People care. The community cares. People are seeing the exhausted, you know, faces of these teachers – saying, Alex, you know, I had a, t- a conversation with a teacher the other day and I said, how's it going? You know? And she goes, I am just so exhausted from the behavior in my school. This was a Northside school. I said, yeah, it's not the same classroom as when my dad was, you know, teaching algebra with the chalkboard and chalk. And she goes, Landon, and she just looked at me with a defeated face. It's 10 times worse than last year. Yeah. You know? and, and I it just broke my heart because this is a teacher that's been teaching for 20 years and she's on the cusp of getting ready to leave, leave our district, and I it just broke my heart, and I don't think there's something that's tying the hands of administrators and principals or whatever it is to somehow not address some of these uh, behavior issues with, with real consequences and get them out of the classroom so that kids that are just wanting to be there to learn are able to focus on that, and teachers that just want to teach are able to focus on that, and the community sees this, and they're crying out and they're rally crying for these teachers and students. And it is time. Like we are here to help and serve, and that's what that's what we're doing here, man.
0: Well, your message seems to be resonating. You, you. I've had um, a chance to have a meal with you, and I've talked with you a couple times. You're a common sense, brother. Um, you know, brother from another mother. Although Don always points out you're like a six foot ten brother from another mother. He always <laughs> wants to make sure I know that you're taller than me. Tallest guy in studio.
1: You tower over all of us, and we respect you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. My dad, that's how he demanded respect in the classroom to my dad was six foot eight, 240 pounds. Right. <laughs> good luck talking back to that man. Yeah.
0: Well, I know that you're talking about um, supporting teachers because because the behavior in the classroom now is not what it needs to be. And so, you know, you want to address that. Is that is that correct, my friend?
1: Well, yeah, that's the number one concern. I mean, and there isn't even really a, a second place. Um, when you talk to teachers and parents and, and, you know, individual stakeholders that care, it's always the, the behavior, you know? And, and I, I think maybe it's time to address what's called like PBIS, right? I don't know if you've heard of that or yeah. not. I'm sure because you yeah. you're, you know, political or I'm sorry, positive behavior interventions yeah. and, and force, right? So those are all fine and dandy. When you look at the, uh, the actual definition of PBIS, some of it is a little bit, um, I mean, Alex, you have multiple children, as, as do I. If I implemented PBS without just strict consequences, yeah. how well would that go for our home? It wouldn't go well.
0: I got no. some knuckleheaded, headed hard-headed little kids. They take out to
1: their yeah. mom. Oh, and they also, kids are able to find the line, right? And so I understand what PBS's intentions are, and I'm not, we're in the first year of implementation of this. But when you talk to teachers and I bring up PBS, do you know what happens when those teachers, I bring up PBS? They give me a huge old eye roll.
0: Oh, I know. Right? I talk to them, too. I know you exactly know, what you mean.
1: It's just it's. I understand what we're what we're trying to accomplish. I get it. I get teaching consistent. You know, problematic behaviors. I I get setting expectations. But we cannot and we will not allow PBIS or these other social emotional learning type situations to replace just consequences. Because what ends up happening is is now a teacher now not only has to teach the curriculum. And you know manage the, just the general behaviors of the classroom, but now they have to become a PBIS expert, and 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 you know all these different things that come along with PBIS. You know, you talk to a teacher, they'll tell you it's just a lot more work. I just need to teach, like yeah. I just need to teach the curriculum. The this, is ABC- why,
0: this is why we need adults in the room. I mean, let's be honest. We've tried the the I, just the the liberal, the not conservative uh, attempt. To let's well let's give kids what they want. Let's kids tell us what they want. And you know what? Kids need adult parameters. They need adults making good adult decisions. And that's what it sounds like you're going to bring. Now, I want to ask you this: We you know, people have seen in the newspaper um, and and on the news that some on the school board there in Springfield are talking about corporal punishment, bringing the paddle back. Now, I'm going to say this: I ain't against that. But you know where where do you stand here in Springfield on bringing the paddle back to the school?
1: Yeah, so I think in 2024, corporal punishment is as not does not have place in our public schools. That's and, you what know,
0: Cass says as well. Cass is with yeah, you.
1: I told, <laughs> I told my wife. I told my wife this because obviously she's along for the ride as well, and she was just mortified when I, when when I told her that. And I, I kind of I, I, I said I, I watched that meeting. I saw Steve bring the paddle, and I think it was more of a symbolic message than it was. Um, anything else, I I don't think, you know, I don't think corporal, let me put it this way, I am quick to spank my children, my own children in my own home, and you know, but what's crazy is, is the faster I am to spank them, the less I have to do it.
0: No, you're right, because discipline, that's the concept.
1: I've spanked my three kids, because you know, they just get it quickly. Now, I don't think corporal punishment has any place in spring Public Schools. I don't think it's effective. I think the numbers are in. I also don't think the parents are going to go for that. And I think that's a, not really going to work. Um, however, the message is simple. Here's a line, cross it, and there's real consequences. Here's mm-hmm. real consequences. And well, unfortunately, somehow we've let these lines creep into a very fuzzy, blurry You know, I I heard that if uh, there's certain sites, and I don't know if this is true, so I hope I'm not spreading misinformation, but I'm going to try anyways, if you get caught with a vape of any substance, um, you only maybe have like up to maybe one day um, OSS, right? And so these little things are, you know, you would get kicked out of school when I was going, if you had any kind of tobacco or cigarettes or anything going on. And so we've just allowed sort of this creep of lack of excellence and these behavior expectations that we've allowed to just sort of, you know blur the lines and let's you know it's going to be this just you know uh, consequence for this person this consequence for this person and you know i i just i really feel like we got to get back to the basics guys which oh, is man. academics and if you are distracting from the teaching environment and the quality learning environment of the school you are out of the classroom period there you go period. We have, got to get, we have got to get this figured out. That's one of the things you guys have figured out. And, Nick, honestly, uh, you guys are doing a great job at that, I feel.
0: Well, thanks, my friend. So, Landon McCarter, he's running for school board here in Springfield. Common Sense Brother. He's been endorsed by a lot of people, um, The, the in, endorsed by the teachers. They've endorsed him, the Springfield Teachers Association. They have um, the labor unions, the local churches, the Back on Track Pack. He's um, proven, unite, you know, just uniting people here in Springfield. He's a businessman. He's a father. He's a husband. He's a, um, a Christian man who's running for school board. And he wants your vote. How do people get connected with you, Landon?
1: Go to my website, LandonMcCarter4TheNumberSPS.com. You will see 10,000 words of that I've written about where I stand on issues. Also, come to my event on March 1st if you want to see the movement firsthand. I've had a donor sponsor some seats. If you're a teacher and you're listening and you want to come to my event for free, I've had a donor sponsor some seats. So please reach out to me directly. I would love to have you and honor you. I'm in this event. There's going to be about 100 people in that room. So I'm excited about that.
0: There you go, Landon McCarter. Hey, good luck, my friend. Thanks for joining us on Wake Up Springfield. Thank you. Hey, there you have it. He's running for school board. He's got a lot of energy. I mean, he's he seems to be getting more and more energized as the race goes on. A few more weeks left. That's April second. You need to get out and vote, people. Um, vote your vote your values. You we tell you about the conservative, um, candidates. We've had him on the show, Dr. Miriam Muhammad Connie. She's a conservative. Chad Rollins. He's a conservative. He's been on Elijah Har show. And um, we have, of course, Landon McCarter just right here. We're giving you some of these conservatives. And don't just assume that other people are voting. They need your vote. Last time, Landon lost by 250 votes. That's you and your church. Galvanize your church members, your small group, your Sunday school class, and make sure they know who to vote for. Do it now. Grab one of his yard signs. Go visit his website. Support the conservatives. Because I have two nephews that are here in the Springfield School District. I live in Nixa. I'm on the school board there. We're going to be fine. Springfield, step your game up and handle your business. So that's the deal there. Um, we got a, just a little bit more of the show um, left with us. We're, times Time's coming out soon. We're going to get to the morning dump at about 845. But next, I got some thoughts on Trump's town hall. Stick around. Wake up, Springfield.